Thank you so Welcome much, everybody. BBS Radio. Happy Those of you on BBS, go ahead. We can't decide who. We can't decide whose show this is. So, um, Heis and I are going to slug it out and say, "But no, we're not." Heis, go ahead. <laughs> Welcome to the Grid Healing Call. Please say name and location. Positive greetings, hi from Sedona. It's Raiden. Welcome, Raiden. Hi, Raiden. Thank you. And for all of you on BBS Radio, happy Sunday. This is the Sunday morning with the Elohim. We will be here on live for two hours. We are a group of people that connect with sources on the other side of the veil. We've gone through many experiences, many kinds of information that we have received, which are, you know, check it out for yourself, I would say, but it's it's pretty amazing to me. And you can find the past recordings at the website, thespiritchannel.net, thespiritchannel.net. Happy Sunday to the next caller. Thank you for being here. Please say your name and location. Roger in Austin. Welcome to you, Roger. Hi, Roger. Hey, Roger. Hi, Roger. Hi, hi. Hi, hi. Hi, hi. Hi, hi. Hi, Giggles. Someone else joined in. Joy. In Swim. The pendulum lady. Welcome, Joy. Hi. Hi, Joy. Hi, hi. Joy. Joy. <laughs> Hello. Thank you all for being here. <laughs> Edward, were you Thank asking you for me being about there too. Edward Trout? Yeah, I was asking if you if you saw him in Reading. Not in Reading, no. I seen I seen him back in Holland once, and also in uh, Ventura. Actually, I talked to him in Ventura. He was at the uh, the opening. Was guitar shorty was opening. I walked up to him. I said, "Hey, uh, Edward." He said, "That's not me," and he turned away. But I know it was him because you know later on he was standing on the stage. But he didn't want to talk to me. <laughs> who, are you, who, who are you talking about? I missed that. Edward Trout. We're talking you about Edward Ventura? Say what? You're talking about Edward's brother? No. Another, uh, another musician from Europe. Happy Sunday. Welcome. Please say name and location. Uh, Ken and Mr. Saga. Welcome, Ken. I can. I can. I can. Happy Sunday. Welcome. Please say your name and location. Good morning, everyone. It's Eminem in Nebraska. Good morning, Mike and Mary. Hi, Mike and Mary. Uh, <clears throat> morning, Mike morning. and Mary. All right. Happy Sunday morning with the Elohim. Welcome. Please say your name and location. Hi, hi. This is Cecil from the Great Northwest. Welcome, hey, Cecil. Hi, guys. Hi, family. To the next caller, please say your name and location. But of course, only if you want to, we welcome you. When did you want me to play that 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 
recording that you emailed me? No, I'll play it. I just, uh, but in case I have trouble, I wanted you to okay. have it. You know. Got you. Got you. That's happened occasionally. Yeah. And if you just joined in online through BBS, happy Sunday to you. Thank you for joining in. You'll be starting in just a moment. Although we've started already. <laughs> Actually, we never started. And you know why that is? Why because is that? Because we never stop. We never stop. Yeah. Right, 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 right. <laughs> kind of like we leave, but we do not leave. Yep. Kind of exactly like. Yeah. All right. So FYI, Argentina just won the World Cup soccer a few minutes ago. <laughs> wow. Against whom? France. In in the the, the, the overtime, extra time, 20 minutes. Oh. And also uh, um, turn into penalty kicks. Oh, wow. very are, you, are, you a, are you a soccer fan? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, Wynn. Shall I um, mute the phone lines and get going? Mm -hmm. All right. Again, thank you all for being here. Thank you to our brothers and sisters on the other side for being present as well here with us. And um, All participants are muted, and they can unmute themselves. December 18. Here we go. The recording has started. Good morning, everybody. My name is Winfrey. This is December. Did you say December 18th, guys? Correct. Okay. December 18th, 2022. Well, we officially titled this call Sunday Morning with the Elohim. And, you know, in thinking about what we do, and our work has evolved. It has changed. It's because as we, when we started doing this, which was back in 2009, I didn't know what I was doing. I knew I was in the middle of something extraordinary, and I had two consecutive women in my life that would suddenly... Uh, we would be engaged in conversations with a consciousness. In a, they said they were in a higher dimension. And they just told me to ask them questions. And they said they were the Elohim, the Council of Elohim. They said they were a group soul at the high end of the universe matrix, uh, or the high end of the universe dimensions or the high end of the universe's densities. 
and they existed in a place where time stopped and that they could move in and out of time like we move in and out of a swimming pool. And they, you know, I took all this information in, but I didn't know what to do other than to say what they said, and we'll see what happens. And then over the years, the call started to transform its nature. I mean, what they said about themselves started to prove itself. Because when you're outside of time, you can kind of manipulate things that are in time. And it trickles down and it creates what can look like a miracle in time. It's not really a miracle because it's just the way things work. But because it doesn't normally happen here in this realm, it seems like, wow. And those of us on this call have been observing this for many years, and they know it's true. And, and, and if you're listening on BBS, you don't know it's true. You haven't had the experience of it. It's a very amazing and unusual experience to experience, to connect with a consciousness that is outside of time, that can move into time, and they're not bodies, they're energy modules of sorts. And um, Gary Brown, who has been my partner for 20 years, has been the person that is their voice in this realm. And, um, you know, it took me a long time to integrate all of this, understand, well, how does it work? What's the benefit of it? Why should people bother paying attention? And as we kept asking questions, I learned that there are millions of people on our planet that have come here from higher dimensions with the purpose of making a contribution to this realm, which when you're here, you don't have any evidence that there's any such thing as higher dimension. You don't have any real evidence that there's anything that people call the other side. I won't say there's no evidence because there's always anomalies of people that seem to be able to connect to the other sides. You know, my first experience of this was Edgar Casey, And I knew he was legitimate, and I couldn't figure him out. I couldn't figure out how he did it, you know? And he didn't know how he did it. He would go into a trance, and he'd fall asleep, and he'd start people would ask him questions and he could just rattle off answers that were demonstrating his ability to tune into this realm 
for example, being able to diagnose illnesses and diseases of people. So I am now, and of course those of you that have tracked my work know this all started for me when I wrote the book, The Reincarnation of Edgar Casey, making the connection between David and Wil- David Wilcock and Edgar Casey. And um, the reason I wrote the book was because I had been very influenced by Edgar Casey, and David was bringing through incredible channelings at the time. And there was enough evidence that he was Edgar Casey to sink a ship. And so when the book was finally published, David didn't want to talk about it anymore publicly. He didn't want to say he was Edgar Casey. But I, they had already started talking to me for two years before the book was published. And so um, I made the idea that they knew or they suspected that David would drop out and that uh, I could come in and be a source for these communications. So every Sunday, we would have a live conversation with this source. And we now have, well, we've had this website for some time, and this is all done by volunteers, okay? Um, and I thank uh, C.J. Hill and Robin Olson and... John Siboransky for helping keep that website up to date. And um, and it's been a you know, I know there's a lot of people that started listening to our calls early in 2009 when we first started. And and um, Many of them dropped out because they thought they knew everything because they heard a couple of calls. And they missed a huge amount of stuff that happened. It's not about information, although we do have incredible information about everything. It's about the interface of dimensions, you know? And... At this point now, I look at our work differently than I did in 2009. And I I see that we have created a melding of, this is the way it seems to me, a melding of dimensions from very high dimension to this very dense earth dimension And there are energies and there are frequencies on this line that if somebody keeps coming to our calls, they start to connect with the energies of the higher dimensions, which is a very 
rare experience in this realm because, in general, there's a veil that keeps us contained on the earth plane. And there's this illusion that what you see is what you get. This is all there is. And when you die, you die. And, um, and that illusion has been breaking down in this current time. The illusion that we're separated from the higher dimensions. And the way it appears to me, they're here right now. And, you know, there's an energy on the line. And they drop their energy in, or we reach up. And I don't even know if up and down are the right words, because it's not like they're up in the sky. It's like they were always part of us, these dimensions, but we have not been able to access them. And I've had the blessing over the course of time we've been doing this to have closely connected with people who had the ability to access these higher dimensions. And, of course, the person that has held the line for the most years is Terry Brown. And as all of you know who are regulars, uh, Terry left this realm in August, August 14th of this year. And I went in through a lot of grief, both losing Terry and losing the connection. And suddenly, uh, shortly thereafter, I found out that Terry was still here. She was coming into our calls from the higher dimension that she went to. And not only was she here, but she had a team with her. And we had been communicating to Terry in various ways and means. And, um, and soon we'll have a verbal communication. The person who has been... Um, Connecting with Terry is a lady named Joy, who lives in Squim, Washington. She has become somewhat of a master of using a pendulum. And after Terry died, uh, she called me and said, I think I'm contacting Terry through my pendulum. Mm. And I spent a few weeks asking test questions. Was it really Terry? And I convinced myself that it was. And I started bringing joy onto the line, testing it and seeing if if we could get um, valuable current information and not only that, just to make the connection, the vibratory connection with this higher density 
that Terry was in. And I had, during the time Terry was in a body, I had many conversations with them about Terry. And one of the things they said, that Terry was a very, very old soul. She was at one point one of the Elohim and noticed that people kept coming when they died from the earth throne, they kept, they were kind of all screwed up on the other side. And she was part of a team that was trying to um, unscrew them up, process them. And, and then she decided to come into this realm to see why people were getting screwed up. And that was a long, long time ago. And then she got all screwed up. And probably this lifetime, because of what she's done and because of all the questions we've asked, she began to understand her own nature in this realm and why things got screwed up. And now she's dedicated to the work we're doing and she's still interfacing. Um, and we're going to have a little what we're going to do is we're going to have a little conversation with Terry through Joy, and then we're going to do a replay of one of the calls from 2014. And another person, I haven't done a replay of her for quite some time, and she's on the call. And uh, those of you who are long-term participants in her call all know who Carla Rucker is. And for about five years, Carla was my co-host on this call. And Carla was responsible for an epic series of channelings in the early 1980s with a source that called itself the Ra Group. And the Ra Group was a group soul made of entities that had physical incarnations and that graduated this realm. And they, when they graduated, they, form, they formed a group energy and decided they were going to help planetary populations who were still trapped in cycles of reincarnation on our planet. <clears throat> they have done numerous interventions in that process on our planet. And one of them they don't have to believe this, but we've asked enough questions about it, and I'm convinced it's true, is that the Ra group was responsible for the manifestation of Jesus. And when I asked the question, when Jesus said, Father, the answer was, as you would understand it, it would have been the Ra group who answered his call. And... 
I mean, the whole thing is so wild that you can't believe it the first time you hear it. And I don't recommend anyone to believe it. You have to kick the tires for a while and see the consistency and notice the energies and pay attention to the synchronicities and the miracles that occur around all of this. Because at a certain point, the Elohim group and the Ra group joined forces and they were both answering our questions. Now, the Elohim group is higher and more powerful than the Ra group. But because the Ra group had bodies in this realm, they have more wisdom of understanding what it takes to graduate this realm. And now we're talking to Terry, who has graduated, and she's reporting to us everything we want to know from her vantage point. So this is a very exciting time in what we're doing. And um, aside from all that information, there's this major transformation that's been happening in our group. And that is, we have been learning how to hold the energies of this higher dimension in this realm. Not just when we're on the calls, but in our lives. And many people have had phenomena. And, and, and it's like the calls have helped you understand how that works. Because otherwise, there's no reference point for it in this realm. No, even, you know, religion is, is a very attempt at making a reference point, okay? But from my perspective, it has flaws in it. It also, it does certain good things, and it builds, it builds a moral standard for people. It builds community. It, it brings in the wise words of Jesus about it. But this is not a religious group. And we acknowledge Jesus and his contribution. But he is no more the son of God than you or I, except that he manifested it. And we don't usually manifest it. And we don't know it. It has to do with there was one source at the beginning of creation, which they called the one infinite creator. And the one infinite creator was an awareness. And it found that it existed, but didn't know what that meant. And started experimenting and found out it could break off parts of itself by spinning its own energy. Now, it didn't have a body. It was just an energy unit. But um, the original spinning off 
I use the word spinning because they they explained that spinningness creates individual um, entities, and the the whole universe is based on spinningness. If you look at the universe, you'll find all these galaxies that move. We find the Earth has a rotation. We find everything spins from the big to the small. In our bodies, we have atoms, and we have electrons spinning around atoms. And spinningness is the basis for the physical realm and everything else. But we can't see that. So we can apply that and see if it fits. And to me, it fits. It's an explanation. And um, I'm going to bring joy up. And we are going to ask Terry and friends some questions. And then I'm going to go, yeah, and then we're going to go into this replay. And let me call in the light before we do this. And the, the calling in of the light is an invocation um, to bring in the energies of the higher realms and also to create protection when we do this. Father and Mother God, we ask for the presence of the light to surround and protect Joy, myself, everyone on this line, everyone who listens to a replay, and makes a connection with those higher dimensions, which includes Terry and all the beings that are working with her to help us expand. We invite those sources that are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one, to join with us. We create a protected space that only the positive has access to. Anything not of that nature must leave now and Joy, do we have Terry and team present? Yes. Yes. So in all the stuff I just said, which I'll call my preamble, was there anything that any of you had conflict with? No. No. Okay. Just checking. <laughs> and... I thought I would ask some questions to Terry and whoever else is part of her team that wants to answer it, okay? And okay. Terry, we know that reincarnation exists. And we know that people that come into the lower dimensions, like 
it's called 3D on Earth. People that come into this dimension get stuck here and have to keep repeating it. And the reason they get stuck is because they trap themselves in the ways they relate to other people, which creates an energy stream that keeps them coming back. Could we say that's correct? Yes. Okay. And then once they're on the other side, they have the need to come back to complete things that were left hanging and unfulfilled in this realm. Say, for example, you had a great love relationship in this realm, and then you're on the other side, and the person that you loved was in this realm again, and you loved them, and you had the desire to come back here to help them. Is that a common occurrence? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's people that you were in this realm and you screwed them in some way. You were dishonest. And you left them unbalanced because of the way you treated them. And then there's a compulsion to come back to this realm to help balance the dishonesty that you did. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure there's other reasons why people come back to this realm. And some people... Yes. <laughs> lots of other reasons. Yeah. I mean, for example, we could talk about the, ne the negative or service to self and they come back because they want to continue what they started, uh, which is to attempt to control the realm for self-serving purposes. Yes. Yes. Now, we are lucky enough to talk to you, and you're in a higher dimension now very higher dimension, and from your vantage point, when you're in your dimension, can you tune, if you wanted to incarnate again, you can see opportunities for that. Yes. And so you can tell the energy of when babies are gestating or being born. Yes. Is that true? Yes. Yes. And so you could decide, I'm going to uh, associate with that birth and come in and have a body again. Yes. Except... Once you have a body, you won't remember anything 
that happened on the other side and that you made that decision. It's like you're being born and you have the same soul as you had forever. And that soul has all kinds of memories, but you cannot access your soul directly in, you know, until you do a lot of work on yourself to unlock the memories in your soul. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. And um, we all have souls. Although, we all have memories. Yes. When, but you yeah. know, with all the changes in the frequencies and the, the greater light coming to the planet, I... This is Joy. I've heard, and I don't remember where I heard it from, but I've heard that the babies that are being born now, or you know, most recently, um, are are way more either are able to remember, um, they don't forget, or they are able to remember more easily. Um, do, you, do you remember hearing that? Well, this I is may have Terry. Heard that, that but I'm getting a yes. Terry says yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, that makes sense. I mean, there have always been people in this realm that have been able to access higher dimensions. There always have been. And they end up getting names like prophets, uh, psychics, uh, um, channelers, or wackos. (laughs) Right, right, right. So, uh, and, and, you know, a majority of people will not, will not trust it or recognize it as any kind of truth because it doesn't have ways of validating itself in the way that um, physical reality continually validates itself. And, of course, Gary is one of those people, and so am I, and so are you, that we have come back here, and we still don't have the memories, but we have to unlock them. Well, I didn't have the memory. I mean, I had the feelings that when I was growing up that I was different than other people. I had the feelings that I could understand people at a deep level, and I didn't know why. Um, I could see the things they were working through, and but I didn't have a way of interfacing. And certainly when you're young, and if you try to uh, say those kinds of things, people are not going to respond to you um, positively, most likely. And uh, it's like you're intruding on their consciousness. You know, it's like, it's like when you see somebody else's patterns, and as, as you, as you, as if you're an old soul, and even if you don't know, understand why, and even if you don't understand, you're an old soul. You'll have a tendency to have the ability to see other people's patterns that they're going through of a lower nature. 
and you can't if you if you if you breach it with them. In other words, if you start talking to the person about it, the person will probably say, "See you later." That's my private stuff, or they may yeah. not even be aware of their own patterns. Okay, that's why yeah. it's such a challenge to bring this stuff into the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been getting a yes the whole time you've been talking about this. Yeah. So people people know they have patterns. And they go to therapists. They go to psychologists, and psychiatrists, or. Groups that have techniques of helping you overcome your patterns, but most times, not all times, but most times, all those therapies never relate to past lifetimes or that these things were developed in other lifetimes. They will try to tie it all to things in this lifetime. And that doesn't mean that's invalid because that can help you because the Elohim used to talk about gross repeating patterns, that people come back and they repeat the same patterns. So if, if the pattern was developed in a series of past lifetimes, then uh, it's going to bring in the same pattern with your parents and your friends and everybody else. And so usually they try to work it out with the patterns that are uh, visible in this lifetime rather than calling them gross repeating patterns. And it doesn't matter because it can still work, you know, especially if your therapist is compassionate and wise. Okay? Yeah. So... Of course, those of us on these calls are gaining a huge edge in this challenge of unlocking ourselves because we have such a vast amount of information on how everything works. And, you know, in the past, we've let people, and in the present too, we let people ask questions when we're doing this. They can ask about themselves. They can ask about their past lifetimes. They can ask about their patterns that they're working with, you know. And that can help unlock things at a faster rate without that than if you don't have that kind of help. Of course, we don't have Terry able to channel answers now. We will sooner or later, okay? But um, right now, we're kind of confined to yes or no questions. And, um, and you know, before I go into a replay that I chose for today, I'll unmute everybody and see if they have any yes or no questions. This is Joy. All participants are unmuted. Excuse me. I would like to just say that I don't, I think we could use a different word than confined to yes or no questions. I think that the yes or no questions can be thought of as a bridge, you know. 
different mm-hmm. different there's different energy to to that this is this is a step toward um when we get somebody who can speak right <laughs> right like for for example somebody could ask the question did i have an incarnation in egypt and get a yes or no mm-hmm. they couldn't ask the question what did i do in egypt because uh, yeah. that would be a, ver- a verbal answer. What they could ask, was I a stonemason? And you could get a yeah. yes or no. Or did I know when in Egypt? And you could get a yes or no. And, yeah, you so know, you can kind of piece it together with ref- yeah. by refining the question. Right, exactly, exactly. And I've gotten really good at asking yes or no questions. <laughs> yes, you and have. I'm locking a lot of information. <laughs> so uh, the lines are open. So let me give you guys an opportunity to see if anybody wants to ask anything. I have a question. And who is that? This is Juliet. Hi, Juliet. Hi. I was wondering if there are pets there with the group. Pets? Yes, definitely. And I was wondering if my dog, Samson, was there. Yes, Samson is there. Oh, and is Samson there with my mom? Yes. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you. You're welcome. (laughs) I just got the sense that they were waving at you. (laughs) Oh, yay. Well, I'm waving back. Pawing at you. Paw, 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 paw. Aww. (laughs) <laughs> Hi, Joy. This I'm, is Raiden in Sedona. How, how okay, many Raiden. pets do I have around me? How many pets do I have around me that are crossed that were my pets? It's not, a, it's not a yes or no question, Raiden. Okay. Oh, but he knows that I can do a number. Um, yeah. How many pets? Um, I'd like, so are there pets around you? Yes. Um, how, and Okay, is it more than five? Is it more than ten? Nine, eight, eight, seven? No, nine, no, eight. Eight pets around you. Thank you so much. Uh, Now, Raiden, if I was you, I would ask, are some of them dogs? Okay. How many of them are dogs? Oh, how many of them are dogs? Um... Are, are there is 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 are any of them dogs? Yes, one, yeah. two, three, four, five. Well, five, four, three. I'm getting four. Thank you. And cats. The number of cats. <laughs> okay, cats. Are, are there are there any cats? Yes, um, cats. Oh yeah. I'm getting one cat. Yes, beautiful. Now, are there any goldfish? <laughs> no goldfish. No goldfish. <laughs> how about how about the birds? Birds. Oh. No bird, no birds. 
Okay. No, no past birds. You may have present right. birds. It's just four legged. Yeah. And and and, and, and so Raiden, Raiden, why don't you why don't you just right now formally request Bob to work with your health issue, your body, if you want to. Okay. I uh, formally request Bob that uh, you help me with everything uh, Wayne just uh, commented on. Uh, my uh, body realignment with function. Okay, we're getting a yes the whole time you were talking. Excellent. Anybody mm. else? This is high. Was I uh, related to Benjamin Franklin back in the day? Yes. Yes. Did I work with him? Yes. Was I family of him? Yes. Sibling? Nope. Blood family? Ah, yes. Yes, I'm getting, you were his, I'm getting you were his father. Hmm. Ah. Thank you. <laughs> he joined. Well, was I around Franklin? <laughs> were you ever around him? Yeah. Yeah. Was I around him? Yeah. I I, I, uh, I helped facilitate his uh, his uh, work. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're welcome. Now I I have a question. Uh, nope. Alan. Alan, is Alan Painter with Terry in Terry's group? Yes. Yes. Yes? Mm-hmm. Alan Painter was the guy that helped us. He used to come over to our house and help Terry. And he was very, he and Terry had a beautiful connection. And uh, and so that's great. And i just like to give my ways to, and I'm, I'm going to forget somebody. But my parents are up there, and hello, Ma, Ma, hello, Joe and Ruth, and Marshall. Marshall, my cousin, is up there, yes. and uh, my uncle Mike is up there. Yes. And um, <clears throat> Carla is up there. Yes. Wave and Terry Friedman. And uh, um, of course, Bob Jillian. is there, mm-hmm. and Jillian, and Fred. Jillian we say Bob, is, the, oh, Fred. Bob the healer. Fred, Bob the healer, and and Fred. Fred, Fred. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hello, Fred. Hi, Fred. Big big swing. <laughs> big Hi, yes. Fred. <laughs> <laughs> hi, CJ. Same hi, CJ. Some of you, some of you guys have associates up there, or former family, or something. Uh, all right, and uh, you can ask them questions. Do I have? Do I have? 
members of my family, from, I'm sure I do, but I never ask this, from previous lifetimes that I didn't know in this line, lifetime that are present there? Oh, yes. Lots, correct? Yeah. All right. Is Queen Ty there? Um, yes and no. No, no. Okay. No, but higher self. Is there higher self there? Higher self is there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyone else want to say anything? Or ask yeah, anything? Um, Hi, Roger. Ken? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just wondering. Me, Julia. Female. Female. There you go. I was just, I was wondering if my mom was happy and satisfied with the way that I took care of Samson when he was sick. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, Roger. Roger. Okay, this is Roger. Uh, I don't know how to fit this in, but I wanted to bring it up during the program, uh, or doing the call, uh, I watched a fascinating two-hour special on History Channel last night, and they were talking about some very interesting topics that seem to parallel with what we're doing. Uh, they were talking about uh, various geniuses over the years and the geniuses who claimed that they had, they were getting their information from uh, elsewhere, uh, other entities and other dimensions from gods, uh, what have you, and uh, a variety of uh, things like that. Uh, Nostradamus was one of the persons they mentioned. Nostradamus had made a prediction or a prophecy that at some time in the future that the human race would have to leave Earth and go to the stars, travel to the stars. And uh, I thought, wow, I, I, we've already been talking about this kind of stuff. And uh, uh, with our uh, settlements on Mars and other places. So I just wanted to bring that up. And uh, in case anybody wants to check this television program out, it's on History Channel. I forget the title of the program, but it was, uh, it was a two-hour special. So I just wanted to mention that. And it seems like a lot of what they were talking about just... They're talking about the Akashic Records, for example. I said, wow, this is the oh, first wow. time I've heard this on a, on a major television channel. Yeah. Uh, they were specific okay. about it, about this uh, universal consciousness that we uh, live in. Some of us have access to it, some don't. A lot of the geniuses apparently have access to this universal mind they call the Akashic Records. So... Uh, I don't know if the program will repeat or not, but uh, check it out. And that's all I have. Thank you. Sometimes we put yeah, programs thanks. like that up on YouTube, you know? So, Yeah, um, it, it may be available online. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. I, hey, have a I, I have a question. Who is that, Joy? My question, just Joy. My question is, Nostradamus, you know, lived a lot for us <clears throat> a long time ago. And when he made yeah. that prediction, that was that was true then. That that's how the world, that's how things were going. 
And now, with all of the extra light and everything that's coming in, things have shifted. So that, you know, parts, I guess parts of what people have predicted are still true, um, but that there might be some variety in there now <laughs> because it's like we're in a, a whole a whole new whole new place um, or it's becoming one. When you were starting to say something, oh, I was, Terry was saying yes while I was talking. Okay, uh, I was going to say. I mean, you probably have heard on the news that Christine McVie died. Do you guys know who Christine McVie is? I don't. Fleetwood Mac? Uh, yeah. 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 Fleetwood yeah. Mac. Who is she? And yeah. What? She was one of the singers in Fleetwood Mac. Oh, oh, and oh, yes. I, yes. I didn't know that she wrote all of their great songs, or most of them, you know? Wow. And, and, and she was, you know, I want to be with you all the time, you know, I remember? All right. And she wrote great songs, and uh, and I think she was a very loving person. And uh, I, is she up there, Terry? Yes. Yeah. So I want to give a special wave to Christine McVie. You know. Yeah. You know, it's called. Um, if you notice, their name is. I never knew why they had the name Fleetwood Mac, but the drummer was mm-hmm. named Mick Fleetwood. And yeah. the Mac, the Mac was Christine McVie, Mac V, right? Uh, and, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, was, that was an extraordinary group, and their arrangements were amazing, and their songs were amazing. John McVie also—they were married. Yeah, John McVie was their husband, right? He was. Well, she was writing all these songs about her husband and all the things they were going through. <laughs> and they still stayed in the group together, even though they had separated, you know? So. It, I think it was Peter, is it Peter Green who started the band? Who was a great guitar player? No, I, I think, I think it was Mick Fleetwood. I think it was Mick yeah, Fleetwood, wasn't it? Mick yeah. Fleetwood. Yeah, yeah the answer, the, Terry says yes. <laughs> Yeah. Christine, if we get somebody that can channel, we'll have we'll have her sing one of your songs. Ah wonderful. Is is Christine listening in to us right now? Yes. Yeah, she just said yes to what Wynn to what Wynn said about the song her song. <laughs> about singing her song. Yeah. Anybody else got a question? I believe Ken had a question. Yeah, oh, yes, Ken, Ken from Mississauga. Is my dad, Rudy, paying attention to the calls by any chance? Yes. Yes, yes. sir. Oh, wow. Yes. That's great. And, and like my, my grandmothers, are my grandmothers up there too? Yeah. My mom's. Uh, Both of them. Okay. Oh, great. Thank you, because my mom actually listens. Is listen, I'm going to get her listening to more calls too. I got to teach her the technology, but she uh, she's following yeah. our group and helps support it too. So well, I, I'm getting that they're waving to you also. Oh, right you on. Your mom. Thank you. Whether you know, mom's not listening right now, but they're waving to her also. I got one other question. Is there any? Okay. I, I believe my wife. Uh, 
she she's very psychic and she's got a bigger head than most women. I mean, that, that's a good thing. But I think she's mm-hmm. got a good. I we say a good receiver. She says the brain is a receiver for the afterlife. <laughs> um, but is any channel any? Does she have the physical ability to channel too? Is it any possibility she yes. could channel? Yes. Okay. I asked her. I'm, I'm trying to see if I can get her. She already knows how to channel. She already knows how can. She just doesn't remember. Oh, really? My wife does. Gordon. Yes. Okay. Just cooking right now. You know, Ken, an interesting experiment you could try. Okay. Is to tell her you're going to, if she agrees, don't explain to her why you're doing it. But ask her a question and tell her to start talking and not thinking about anything she's going to say. Just let whatever comes out come out, okay? Okay. And call in the light. Call in the light, you know? Okay. Uh, so that uh, you have protected space. But, you know, one time I did a workshop with this, and I did a number of people on the workshop, and everyone came out with extraordinary information when they didn't think about, become self-conscious about what they were going to say, you know? Okay. So, anybody I, I have to believe that. I just got to say that before I started following you three or four years ago, a lot of the things you were, I've since learned from your group, she was telling me about some of the things about the universe and studying all this stuff before. But no, I'm mm-hmm. really glad. Like one other question I got. So is everyone here and this group, have we all shared lives together in past? Is that why we're here? Um, I'm getting um, yes. Okay. Wow. And I mean, is this including people on BBS? Yes. That explains not all why. The, sorry. Not all in the same. Just, not all in the same lifetime. We we never no, were. Correct. Were we a group? In a, yeah. Yeah. Maybe that explains when I was just telling you I tried to get other people interested in your group, and they wanted nothing to do with it. It's like they don't listen, yeah. and my mother, yeah, yeah, willing to listen to it. Uh, other people like minds, and I realize now, it's I am meeting more and more like mind people lately that mm-hmm. and to attract them, and I really have a feeling in the next year, what uh, publishing, like you said. I'm working with a big... Actually, in the new year, I'm going to be meeting with a major, major publishing distributor. Their distribution is one of the largest in the world. I'm, I've met, met the guy... When I was in Chicago, I met the guy at the bar, and I said, I wish I could meet someone in the publishing. What do you know? I meet this guy. He said, he will connect me with the upper management, and he's... He, I'm hoping to help more publisher people like you and other people around that are right. I, I don't know. I don't know if Do I you can have a get question a about that. Is it possible to that my contact that I met in Chicago in this big publish this publishing distributor? Is it possible it. to connect people around me to their bosses and getting it distributed in their stores? I'm getting a yes. Okay. You know. Well, you know. Let's, I'll let's work on it. I'll tell you something, Ken. Uh, I I know this is true. It's like when people 
make connections. Making the, con- the person who's making the connection becomes part of the energy of all of it. And they greatly increase the synergy of whatever happens. Okay? Yes. If you follow. It's much better than me making the connection. It's not impossible that I would make a connection. But when somebody is genuinely passionate about my work, or this work, it's not my work, this work, then, and they make a connection, and their their passion exudes. It's not like me, where somebody's thinking, this guy just wants to make money and be famous, you know? Is that somebody has to pay attention to me for a while to realize that's not my motivation. We, we realize that. Yeah. We realize you're your poor. <laughs> You've been doing yeah. a long time. Oh. But it's not about money yeah, I, for I, you. We, I realize yeah, that I, myself. I, I, I know you realize it, but I'm saying if I talk to somebody, anything that has to do with a worldly reward attached to it, like fame and money, automatically creates a thought form that this must be another person that wants fame and money, you know? And so when somebody else is creating the liaison, then it's, I don't have any self-serving purpose in creating that liaison, if you follow. You know, it just uh, it creates a, a really better energy. Yeah. Any more? Any more? Any more questions? This is Roger. Uh, again, Hello. is my brother is my brother Lee there? Yes. I want to. <laughs> I want to uh, apologize to him for something that happened in a past lifetime. Uh, I stole his lover away from him, and I think it uh, had to do with our relationship and the present before he passed over. And I also want to mention that I believe she... I'm getting a yes. She is in a body. Uh-huh. Thank you. She is in a body now, but I have not been able to contact her. And that's all. But I ask for his forgiveness for what I did in the past. So. Yes, I'm. Yes, yes, yes. You're getting it. Thank you. Yeah. Whoa, I'm just really feeling that. <laughs> big, big heart chakra opening up expansion. Hey, I, 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 I want, yeah, I want to clarify something. Terry has said she's in the fifth dimension, 5D or, yeah. you know. Right, density. However you want to look at it, yeah. But I have a feeling when we ask about people, are they there? She's dropping down into the fourth density to pick them up. Because not nope. everybody. Nope. 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 They're all in. The, they're all in the fifth density. The ones that you've been asking about. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, someday I'm going to have to do another session about this to understand okay. how so many how how many how so many people are in fifth density, okay? And when the majority of people on Earth 
I mean, as I've learned it, particularly from the raw material, uh, their next step is fourth density. And that means that everybody knows it's really advanced people because they're all ending up in fifth density. And it seems like, and, and, and that according to the raw group in the past, they said uh, uh, very few people graduated and um, most I, people repeated. I thought Terry had um, moved, moved up into the seventh density. Okay, I thought she, they said that. Wait, 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 everybody. Hold on. She, Terry, Terry is kind of like holding fort in the fifth dimension because I, I'm getting, because it's easier for her to reach to us in the third. Um, she mm. travels throughout all, all dimensions. Um, you know, they, I I think everybody, um, everybody on our team is, you know, uh, flexible like that. And um, the people who you would have expected to have gone into the fourth from the, from the third density to the fourth density, but surprise, they're in the fifth density. Part of that is uh, because you didn't realize how high frequency they were when they were here and or uh, that's that's a yes like christopher um we didn't we didn't know that he that he was an ascended master already because <laughs> he was having such such struggles in this lifetime it, it you know in our brains it didn't piece together that he would have been a, an ascended master having all those struggles <laughs> but, but um so he's he's in the fifth and also people who people who are we're like affiliated with Terry, you know, uh, get the hand up to go to the fifth. Is that true? I'm getting a yes. Did that make sense the way I said that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it does. Yeah. You know, because you, I you saw know, Terry move move to a higher um, density to seventh density, and she moved there so that she could. Um, communicate with the Elohim and sort of be a go-between, and that's what I was was picking up um, a week or so ago. But I, well, I, I, think, get, right. I think move in between. I'm getting that she, she can communicate with them from any density. Yeah, I'm getting a yes to that. I mean, because she was communicating yeah. with them from the third, <laughs> from 3D. Um, yeah. Yes. And you know, I knew I knew Terry for twenty years before she ever channeled, and I can only conclude that she was a loving ditz. And why didn't you tell me you were in the fifth and sixth and seventh density? <laughs> because she, in this lifetime, didn't didn't remember that yet. I know, I know the reason, <laughs> but you, but you know, it's 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 amazing to see how somebody who comes into this realm that has such a high reach can have such a struggle in this realm. Yes. Okay. Yes. Don't because, we all know that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, yes. And, uh, and of course I knew Terry through that whole period 
And when she started channeling, I still didn't give her enough credit because she she didn't remember her channeling. Okay? Yeah. And, yeah. you know, but in any case. Um, I have two questions. Real quick. Is that Joy? It is. And it's Go ahead. it is how many how many people are on the healing list and do you still want to have play a, a you know a recording of Terry channeling? It's eleven to twelve or thirteen. I'm never sure whether my clock's right or not. Well, um, you know, I, I, que- I queued up something to play, which has one, one of the old calls with Carla Ruckert on it, and. Uh, uh, and we haven't really played Carla for a long time, okay? Mm-hmm. And and Carla, um, of course, hi, Carla. Carla's there. Oh, yeah. Waiting back. Do you get a particular Ishmael. joy if I, if I play a call if you want it? Yes. Yes? Yes. Okay. So, let me see. Healing list. Yeah, because I need to stop at 12. Have you checked the healing list, CJ? Five people on the healing list. Okay. You know, also, if we could have the healing list, uh, if we could request people to make shorter shorter questions or shorter requests, you know, that would be helpful. They don't usually listen, okay? I, you mean the people but who are making the requests? <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Of course, of course, of course <laughs> CJ could just shorten, shorten it and pick what's most important, you know, uh-huh. if she wants. Okay. Um, and, okay. and some of you uh, know, yeah. What? What's it, yeah? Well, I I like to read what people have written because um, mm-hmm. I'd rather if they shortened it rather than me <laughs> having to right. pick through it because it's it's better no. if, if they word it. We understand. Um, um, yes. Well, you know, if, 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 and, if somebody and so says, let's just have this be for next time. Please keep it short. Keep it yes. short. Okay. So, which are we doing first? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna play this. All right. Okay. Okay. One of our Sunday calls with Carla and. Carla and I were a good team. Okay? Yeah. Oftentimes, Terry was on the calls and was part of our conversations. And um, and sometimes we channeled. In general, I didn't like to channel when Carla was on because she was a channel and I didn't want to compare Terry to Carla, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But this, I, 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 let's see what this call comes up with. And I'm only going to play, what time is it now? I'm going to play no more than a half hour of it. 
Yeah, no more than a half hour. We'll go to the healing list. So here we go. Hi, good morning, everybody, or good word, whatever it is. This is... Uh, All participants are muted, and they can unmute themselves. February 16, 2014. Can you put that down in there, Terry? And this is um, Wynn and Terry in Carlsbad, California. And I just want to be clear to everyone that's listening on BBS. I'm just like cutting in. This is the same Terry that died and has been answering those questions through Joyce Pendulum just now. Okay? And we'll continue. And when, when kind of it's very interesting. It's a little quiet. What? The, the call? The, the, it, yeah, just a, just a little soft. But you, I can still I can't, hear it. Uh, I can't raise the volume of it, so you Yeah, yeah. Place that we stopped to do the call. We're on our way to San Diego. And there's a, we're doing a, a talk and a workshop. And um, in Carlsbad, which is the north of San Diego, a little beautiful... Um, beach town, and it's parked behind Motel 6, and this is a very um, interesting location for me, because this is the location where this all started about 12 years ago, right here, right at this very location, and it's interesting how it started, and I was thinking about manifestation and how manifestation actually works. Can you make that so I don't hear it, Terry? Turn it off. I'm fully charged. Because manifestation is taking something from nothing and making something happened in the world. And um, I think the rules of manifestation, and there are rules, at least from my observation of them, work across the board, whether you're bringing the Ra group into the world, whether you're bringing the Elohim group into the world, or whether you're opening a house of prostitution in the corner. They're different things, but they're all manifestations. I won't say that they all will work exactly the same, but there are certain things that work. And there has to be an idea, a thought, a motion of energy. And the reason I say that this particular location was so important was because it was at the end of a festival here that I was parked in my RV, and I had been stuck in a rut for a number of years selling things at festivals, and I made the decision, if I have to do this for the rest of my life, I'd rather die now. And I went across the street to the liquor store, bought a notepad, and I started writing poems. And I said, geez, I can still write. 
And then I started selling, sending poems out over the Internet. And people started posting my poems. And some magazine said, we don't use poetry, but would you like to write on assignment? I never wrote prose before. And I told them, yes, sure. And then they had me interviewing people. And that led to me interviewing David Wilcox, which led to writing The Reincarnation of Edgar Casey, And, in fact, it also led to meeting... DK, because I was interviewing people, and I went to a um, a festival or an expo in San Diego, and there, that's where we met. And so this is where this very location, walked behind the Motel 6, <laughs> where I went and bought the little book to write poems and send out. And so it's very... Um, momentous being here. And another momentous thing this weekend is that, you know, I, I'm doing these events and um, we were in Pasadena and, we, and we're in San Diego and Terry, I booked the event as Win and Terry, not just Win. You know, Terry is so shy, I was always scared to say Win and Terry or put her in the limelight, and, and, and she has been doing an awesome job. She is, like, being so much more confident and comfortable being in the public over this weekend, more so than ever before. Yay, and, girl. Huh? I was cheering her on. Oh, you're cheering her on. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. And then... The other thing that happened in the past week is that we 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 there was a uh, there's a fellow that heard me on George Norrie who um, emailed me and said he's really frustrated because he's in Hollywood and and we recorded one of my old songs which um, he is awesome he's like a well, he's English and he's like a little Paul McCartney or he's got that. You know, um, who did I say he was like that, that star? He's got that. He's young, and he's. He, I think he's going to be really successful. And he's a fellow that has a YouTube video with 1.3 million hits, and um, he's going to learn some of my songs, and we're going to give a shot at bringing the light out into America through music, big time. And so I was thinking about manifestation, and I was thinking about frequency. And I was thinking about rhythm. And I was thinking about dimensions. And my mind was putting it all together. Now, not everybody has the job of manifestation. That's not everybody's job. Some of us have the job of maintenance, maintenance, keeping things flowing. Uh, once they're manifested, somebody's got to keep them flowing. And some of have the job of maintenance just with the family, with bringing up children. But many of us are faced with manifestation because, say, if the world starts falling apart and you need to get a job or you need to make money, that can require manifestation, making something happen. And I was thinking all the ways of, that I've observed. Some of these things are not so obvious. 
how manifestation works. And one thing has to do with frequency. You know, I have this idea that I've said before that other dimensions are really other timelines. It's another way of looking at it. Where time moves at a different speed. And so we have all these timelines stacked up on each other, and they're right where you are. You're in the middle of a bunch of timelines, but you don't know it because your senses are only designed to pick up the 3D timeline, your eyes, your nose, your ears, you know, your smell, um, except there is the ability to sense other dimensions. And I think some people say that's connected to the pineal gland, pineal pineal gland. And it's like, I don't, that's probably true, although when you're on this line and we build energy on this line, many of you feel it, feel something. And I would say what you're feeling is other dimensions. When somebody is psychic, they're able to tune into the timelines around them and pick up things through them. In truth, there's no time and space. So once you start allowing yourself to be sensitive to those other timelines, you can see and see things at a distance. And... Um, from my own point of view, it, I don't think it's good to seek those things out as a power, but to let things come to you, and if you're meant to know something, it'll show up, rather than um, saying, I can do this, and won't you pay me for it? Um, and, of course, people that channel can tune into those timelines, and when we look at these group souls, we think of them as far away. But I don't think they're far away. I think they're always right there with you right now in another timeline. And that as you learn to access other timelines, you learn to access the universe at large and, of course, the group souls. Now, of course, the the one thing always to be aware of is that as you start to access other timelines, as you start to do that, access, potentially, you can access some of the negative things that are in those other timelines because they they are in those timelines. They exist. The universe is a big place. And, you know, it's a multitude of timelines. And so... It's learn, you have to learn a, a bit to understand those things, A, so you don't get fooled, and B, you don't want to get trapped because the negative is very clever at looking positive, and, and they don't want people to expand in timelines because when people expand in timelines, they get potentially power over negative the negative stuff. They go above it. In fact, humans 
have the potential to be above the negatives. And some humans are. And it has to do with the DNA strands that are activated. But most people don't activate high enough DNA strands to get above the negative. And the negative knows the, uh, this potential. So they do everything in their power to keep everyone scared, contracted, and disabled so they don't develop to their potential, which is bigger perhaps than the negative's potential. And so what we're doing on these calls, I believe, is we are giving everyone an opportunity to learn how to rise in the timelines so they can be above the negative, and at which point you become the co-creators of reality. And to do that, once you... The first thing is receptive and learning to receive how to do it. The other is learning how to manifest. So when you manifest, then you become way more important in this realm because you become a shining star for others to also rise in the timelines. And everything is frequency. It's like I'm taking apart the way things manifest and I'm looking at it, thinking about it, and seeing how, you know, when something is manifest, it's obvious. Everyone says, oh, yeah. And, I mean, we talk about the Beatles. Everyone knows about the Beatles. The Beatles were a huge manifestation in this realm. And um, everyone knows about Muhammad Ali. He was a huge manifestation in this realm. And at some point, something had to start from nowhere and become something. And the key is, how does that work? How does something start from nothing in this realm and become something? Well, of course, it starts small, usually. There's no, I don't think there's any specific rules. You can do a lot of different things, but I can see the way that I've observed it working. Um, and that is... There has to be an exchange of energy. There has to start out as an idea, and then there's an exchange of energy. Like, for example, some years ago, Carla Rucker was on the line, put up a website. We'll let her share about this. Because she's, she's manifested something from nothing here. Um, she had this wild group of conversations with this a voice that said it was the rod rope, and... She decided it was important, and um, she probably took it to a publisher, and interestingly enough, the publisher was the same publisher that published Conversations with God, Bob Friedman. He wasn't the publisher, but he worked for the publisher. And he decided, hmm, this is worth going out, and they, they, they took it and they put it in a book, and I don't think you had a website when that happened, Carla. Did you have a website? Uh, back, back when we first published it, um, 
there weren't uh, a lot of websites. That was back in the early 80s. And the, the World Wide Web didn't really get going until a little bit later than that, I think. But uh, as soon as uh, I was aware of the possibility, just like magic, a guy from Toronto wrote me with, with the idea that he could make a, a website for for us to uh, manifest these. Um, he found out that there were more than he had seen, and he was he was nuts about it. He just really let me help you, and he was so grateful. And that was the thing. I think part of manifestation is the attitude with which you come into it. You know, the guy wasn't eager. He wasn't greedy. He wasn't. He was grateful. He had. He was full of gratitude that he might be able to help us manifest something that he thought was worth sharing. And he went to an enormous amount of trouble. We had maybe 20% of the things that I had channeled on hard copy. At that point, it was typewriters, not computers. And you had a hard copy, and, and that's maybe if you had onion skin paper, you had a, a, you know, a, a copy of that. But you didn't have the ability to go back and get more. You typed it, and that was it. It went away. So uh, he said, well, how about if I uh, do something called OCR and um, scan all of these things that you have in a hard copy? Well, he did that, and once he did that and people found out about it, then there were people willing to type up the other 80% of the transcripts that we had. And as they typed them up, they began getting more high-tech, and they could send them to him uh, on the computer instead of him having to OCR them, scan them, and and edit them, and, and try to pull some kind of, you know, decent English out of, of, of the scan, because scans don't always work very well. So he worked an incredible amount of, I mean, hours and hours for years and years. And uh, all of my thanks go to uh, a fellow named Ian Jeffrey in Toronto who uh, made the original website. And more thanks to uh, Steve Engrat, who has created uh, Bring Forth so that we have a way for all the people that read the, the stuff to, to talk to each other. It's a social networking um, way that, you know, there there's um, lots of different forums so that people could talk on different subjects. And, you know, things have just manifested, and spirit has manifested them through the gratitude of people who were willing to, to put themselves on the line and work very, very hard because they were grateful for the opportunity. And that just purified and cleared all of the vibrations so that uh, L&L Research has been able to remain true to the original purity of the contact that we have had. 
really grateful that uh, I had the opportunity uh, to be that entity that was the the translator, if you will, for those of Ra. And I know my husband Jim feels a tremendous amount of gratitude. And and Don, you can read uh, the conversation he had with Ra, and he was obviously extremely grateful, extremely humble uh, before this opportunity. And it's the only time I ever heard Don describe himself as anything less than totally brilliant because Don had nothing less than uh, complete confidence in himself but he would apologize for asking foolish questions and say I'm sorry I'm just looking for a way to uh, get into this material and you know this is tough material to get into so I, I think that when you're talking about manifestation you you're, you have to look at at the the reason for it the the motivation and if your motivation is the highest and the best then you're going to receive the highest and best that you possibly can so then it's just a matter of of working to make that highest and best that you are capable of a little higher and a little better all the time and that's that's really a responsibility that I take very seriously uh, to this day, and more seriously than ever, I'm not able to channel right now, thank God for Terry, um, because I do not trust my ability to hold that vibration when I'm taking pain pills. Uh, I, I think that I, I would not be honest, you know, and... and and straight with with the people that trust me, uh, if I channel now. But as soon as I get off the pain cells, I'll be back to channeling. And uh, meanwhile, um, like I said, thank God for Terry, because there's a way for uh, higher energies to get through and uh, to uh, manifest and to be translated into our language from... uh, their language, which isn't a language at all, because there's a huge difference between concepts and, and and words. When you have a concept, it's it's basically infinite. When you have an idea, it's finite, and you you spin it out, and and you can even you know look and identify things within it, which can be opened up. But at, at the end of it, that's that's the end of it. But the language of those in, in higher realms is not in words. It is in concepts. It is not, not burdened with that heavy need to pull words out of the concepts and make sentences and and so forth. Carla, uh, pauses. Yes. You know, I I I I'm going to say ten forty, and I want I want to go for twenty one minutes, and I I want to make sure that I I want to touch on manifestation, like not only for high work, 
which has its own unique form. And But just for people that are stuck and they need to manifest the shift. Oh, okay. Um, well, I'll, I'll give it back to you, Dave. Yeah. But thank you for sharing that. And, you know, I want to say that the thing about manifesting high work and people that participate in it is that when you have the right attitude of being of service for humanity or for, for the spiritual growth of humanity, then you are, if you're a wanderer, you can't do any better than that because um, that's why a wanderer is here. But the thing about it is, is to be able to do that, to be able to do it, you have to bring yourself to a point where you can afford to spend free time and that you have enough money coming in and, and that's another aspect of manifestation, which is really challenging in this realm, to figure out how to, what do you do? What's the first thing you do? Well, if, you know, most people think, well, I'm going to go get a job. I'm going to work for somebody. Well, now you, that's, you've got to manifest a job. What, what causes a job to come in? Well, you have a certain talent, a certain ability. But there's something else right now that causes jobs to come in more so than ability or certainly equal to ability, and that is your state of mind, your your um, ability to be in an environment and hold the energy up, hold the other energy for other people because people are very anxious right now. People are very little bit afraid and when somebody can be in an environment where they can hold an energy without fear in it then they uplift the entire environment and that makes it very appealing for a job owner because the chances are the person who has is giving the job is into that as well so how do you do that uh, here you are, you need to find a job, you don't have any money. Well, this is where you have to learn to detach yourself from your immediate circumstances. And even if you do it a little bit at a time, you take a moment. I, I mean, I see myself that I have to constantly, constantly detach myself from whatever I'm into whatever I'm doing so that I can have the space for something new to come in because I have maintaining what's already been created but keeping the portal open for new things and things don't just happen they do not just happen we are creating them and learning how to create Things that happen is where manifestation comes in. Um, years ago, when I was first getting dream messages, I got this incredible dream message that was, it's the insanity of passion that makes things happen in the real world. 
And I mean, it. I worked on that one for years because at the time, I don't think I was able to put passion out in straight and clear. Maybe a little bit, but not as an ongoing vibration. And passion is the thing that actually motivates people. When you are wanting to manifest something, if you can tap into passion, you will greatly increase your chance of manifestation. Of course, you need to also have the ability to fulfill a need, okay? You have to get confident in your ability to fulfill a need. And you take the ability to fulfill a need and combine it with passion, and you have a manifestation machine. Because if once people discover that you can fulfill a need, I think that we're fulfilling a need on these calls, a need on all of us, including my own, to show up, feel a sense of connection, feel a sense of aboveness of all the things in the world that are going on, the creating a sense of community. Uh, and, and those of you who are listening, you have the ability to create within the context of what we're creating things that you need to get out of it. We do the best we can to put this out, and it's free, and it's, 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 it fulfills a need in me, it fulfills a need in you, it fulfills a need in Carla, and it even fulfills a need for our sources, their need to see evolution, real evolution happening in this ground realm, this earth realm, where things get stuck and and get inertia and get controlled by the negative. And here's a threat of something that they're not pleased with seeing all of this stuff go on down here. And they need us to make a difference. It happens because of teamwork. So it's filling a huge need. But even I, I thought it would fill a need. But I remember when we first started, I couldn't be passionate. It was scary to put it out. So I had to deal with being scared to put it out and say, how do I ver- verbalize this to people? And I had to learn it. And um, and then Terry had to learn it and and had to learn to, to be confident that it was okay and that we All right. I'm going to stop that now, and we're going to go to the healing list. And uh, thank you, Carla. And is Sita here? I am here. Okay, I'm going to turn it over to you. Okay, can we please call in the love light? Yeah, you want me to do it? Yes, please. Thank you. All right. Father, Mother, God, we ask for the light. Surround and correct. And and, and surround and connect with Sija and myself okay. and, every, and everyone on the line. And is that enough? 
No, just the full, the full yeah. thing, please. All right, okay. All right, I thought you, you stopped me, okay? And any negativity be taken to the highest realms of light and be transmuted for the highest good of all concerned. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through the Milky Way, through the solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies and into the center of the Earth. And right now, we invoke a group energy connection while maintaining the sovereign integrity of our souls, and we invite those sources that are positive, service to others, honoring the law of one, to join with us. And anything not of that nature must leave now, and I turn it over to CJ. Thank you. Thank you to our sources surrounding each and every person on this healing list with love, light, and protection and healing. Each person that is a subject of the healing list listening to this call, listening to a replay, or reading a transcript. John from Las Vegas. Please put decentralized cryptocurrencies into the love light for worldwide adoption. Thank you for this perfect and fair monetary system that honors privacy, is free from taxation, and free from surveillance. Please help decentralized cryptocurrencies to become more accessible and easier for people to use and understand. I ask that all of the above be done for the highest and greatest good of all concerned. Thank you. Eyes from Los Molinos, California. I ask for continued support to get hired at Carl Water in Chico. Thank you very much. Thank you. Hello. Can you hear me? Hi, Joy. Anybody there? Oh, I'm sorry. I've been trying. Yes. <laughs> I was trying to unmute myself. And, um, and oh. so, um, yeah, you know, uh, John, your your request was heard with love. And I was just thinking if we can go back to, to that request, anybody who wants to join in for 10 seconds of, uh, of uh, uh, supporting that, we can go and I can actually watch my clock this time. Go. Okay. Okay. Second one. Thank you. Great. I'll read Hyes' request again. Yes. Yeah. Yes, please. Hyes from Los Medinos, California. I ask for continued support to get hired at Carl Water in Chico. Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay. That's that's received with love and and. Anybody who wants to support this, go.
Okay. Great. Thank you. Thank you, John from Las Vegas. Please put Kathleen Welsh from Albuquerque, New Mexico, at Lauren Zania from Forks, Washington, into the love light for complete healing of all their health issues. Thank you. Okay, that's received with love, and here goes 10 seconds. Ready, go. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Mary from Connecticut. Thank you with gratitude and love for surrounding Mary in the love light of the Christ consciousness, for the beautiful healing that is taking place in her body, mind and spirit complex. Thank you for the insight and synchronicities that Mary is receiving, if she chooses, and for the clearing of any blocks and the release of any attachments. Thank you for the spiritual guidance and protection that surrounds Mary now with love. Thank you. Okay, received with love. And here we go. You want to join in for 10 seconds? Go. Supporting Mary. Okay, hooray. <laughs> Great, thank you. Sija from England. Thank you, our beautiful friends in the higher realms, with gratitude and love for your divine intervention and manifestation of the Christ consciousness, the peaceful resolution and peaceful coexistence that's descended over Taiwan, China, Russia, Ukraine, the U.S., and the rest of the world. Thank you for the people who are service to others, taking positions of power and influence. Thank you for your loving protection that surrounds them now, and for the clearing that is taking place in our solar system, the sun and earth. Let the glory of your wisdom be the divine light that guides all in the loving energy of the Christed light, honoring that which is paramount, free will, for the highest and greatest good of all concerned in all timelines, densities and dimensions. Thank you. That was all received with love. <laughs> and and um, here we go. All right, supporters, 10 seconds, go. All right, thank you so much. Thank you. Just check. Oh, yes. Roger from Austin, Texas. My daughter, Jennifer, lives in Eugene, Oregon, with her husband. She is having health problems, 
that her doctors can't seem to identify. I ask our sources for healing for her. Thank you and blessings to all. Thank you. Roger, your your request is received with love. And here goes 10 seconds for your daughter. Ready, go. For whatever she can accept or wants to accept. Okay. All right. CJ, how many more do we have? Um, that was the last. Oh, hold on. No, I think there's more. Um, well, don't don't no, go back. No, there's... Don't go back to the. Don't go it's back okay. to the beginning. It's okay. That was the last one. That was the last one. Okay. Good. We finished in time. Yeah. Great. I thank Joy and CJ and Carla. Thank and everybody on the other side, and our sources, and of course, of course, Terry, and just great gratitude for making all this happen. And Hive, yes, thank you. And let me unmute everybody. And it's two minutes. All participants are muted. All participants are unmuted. Okay, you're all unmuted. That's great. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, Leaving with everyone on the call. Love you all. Kaiser, you're going to play music? I'm going to play some few songs, yes. Yeah. Okay, that's not going to be on BBS radio. Thank you all on BBS. Let me just tell you, if you want to know the schedule for all of our conference calls. You know what I mean? I know what's happening. You know, I feel it. It's everywhere. Raiden. That, uh, and, uh, hold on. I got him. Raiden, Raiden, Raiden. Let me, let me just say, let me say goodbye to the people on BBS. Let them know if they go to the spiritchannel.net, they can get the replays of, uh, our archives, 2,000 calls or more. And you can also get the phone numbers for all of our conference calls. And if, if you felt the energy of this call, you owe it to yourself to come back to see if it'll work for you because it's changed a lot of people's lives. And on that note, um, anyone else want to say anything as in, as a goodbye? Yeah, they leave, but they don't leave. Okay. And what that means is, is that if you make the connection with these energies, they're always available. And I'm going to turn it over to Hyes. And uh, he's going to play some songs on just on the phone line, not going to be on BBS. And thank you, everyone on BBS, for listening. Love you guys. Goodbye.